Hello and welcome. My name is Emily Packer. I'm thrilled to introduce a new weekly podcast called Waste Design Shop, a show about the future of design. I'll be shining the spotlight on some of the most innovative founders, designers, and companies who are seeing waste as a new and endless collection of raw materials. Think fire hoses, chewing gum, chopsticks, and fruit skin, items that required enormous amounts of energy or water to produce, but often end up going straight to landfill, leaving all that potential untapped. We can no longer continue to mindlessly deplete the Earth's resources for raw materials. They are finite and they are running out. I decided to launch this podcast to inspire a mindset shift in the value placed on items typically thrown in the bin. What could be made with those peanut shells you discarded over lunch? What could be done with that broken chair you have at home? There's so much material out there that's being overlooked, just waiting for someone to see its beauty or durability or versatility and create something incredible. This was my thought when I started Cold Harbor Tiles, a tile brand that manufactures wall and floor tiles from recycled plastic fishing nets. My story actually begins over three years ago in Rwanda, where I was working as a freelance video producer. While traveling around the continent for work, I came across an incredible amount of plastic waste, as one does pretty much everywhere on Earth these days. I thought to myself, gosh, someone spent time and money having these, let's say, bottles made, and yet here they are just lying around for free on the ground, completely polluting the area. Surely we can revive their value. The final straw, pun intended, was going to the beach with my kids and finding more plastic trash than shells, or finding bright red or green pieces of sand while building a sandcastle. Beach confetti sounds fun, but then you realize that these are actually microplastics, tiny pieces of broken up plastic which are impossible to clean up. These days they're found in everything, from fish, to snow, to table salt, to what you're flushing down the toilet. One study found that the average person unknowingly consumes about five grams of plastic each week, which is roughly the same amount as a plastic credit card. Learning about these facts made my stomach flip. How could I ever protect my children from this? I began Googling and YouTubing ways to DIY recycle plastic waste. I wanted to somehow be part of the solution. Luckily, there are some amazing resources online. Shout out to Precious Plastics. And soon I felt I had learned enough to begin experimenting in my kitchen, cutting up old shampoo bottles and melting them down in my oven. Disclaimer, kids, don't try that at home. Cold Harbor Tiles was born. While I initially wanted to put the blame on plastics, vilifying this long-lasting, shiny material for its pervasiveness and ecological harm, I realized that actually plastic is not the enemy. It's an incredibly noble material. It's just being used in the wrong way, as a cheap, single-use, throwaway item. You buy a salad, it comes in a plastic container, and 20 minutes later it's thrown in the bin, and later moved to a landfill. This makes no sense. Generally speaking, we buy, consume, and then discard the waste. This is known as the cradle-to-grave model. But what if there was no waste? What if the entire concept of waste no longer existed? 
In the cradle-to-cradle -cradle model, all materials used in industrial or commercial processes fall into one of two categories, technical or biological nutrients. Technical nutrients are inorganic or synthetic materials manufactured by humans. This category would consist of things like electronic waste or plastics. Biological nutrients, on the other hand, are things designed for safe disposal in the natural environment, like shampoo, natural fibers, or packaging material. In the cradle-to-cradle -cradle model, all of these materials or nutrients continue to circulate within their respective systems over and over and over again. Nature itself is the model here, where everything that dies is broken down into nutrients that feed new life or new products. In a circular economy, there is abundance, not deprivation. These materials never become waste. They simply re-enter the system at the end of their life and are reborn into something new. As part of my personal entrepreneurial journey, I've spent a lot of time researching other brands using recycled materials. And what I found is that there is an absolute goldmine of creativity and innovation out there. I decided to launch this podcast to share these inspiring conversations with you. We can do things differently, and the success of these companies is there to prove it. I am so grateful to everyone who will be sharing their story on this podcast, as it has opened my mind to what is possible. I hope you find them equally powerful. The future of design has arrived, and it is circular, sustainable, and f***ing awesome. Tune in next Monday for the first episode of Waste Design Shop. You won't want to miss it.